Hello and good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode 19 of the Get Equipped podcast. My name is Cody, and as always, joined by Cassidy. How's it going, Cass? Doing pretty well. Got a skull next to me. Nice. Tis the season. It's the wholesomest of seasons. So <laughs> that is uh, super, super appropriate for everything we're going to talk about tonight. And of course, joining me as well is Sophie. How's it going, Sophie? Hello. I've been working on music for, like, the past two days. Is your brain about to explode from all of it? <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. I, I, I've listened to some of it. It's actually really, really good. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited when we get to share that with everybody uh, for the podcast. So I'm really, really excited. But yeah, so today is uh, October 12th at the time of this, uh, this broadcast. And... Uh, we're, gonna, we're not going to talk a whole lot about it, but a certain video game just came out. Uh, Metroid Dread. Has uh, has everyone here tried it out yet? It's dreadful. It's dreadful? Oh, I no. mean that in a positive. <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, yeah, uh, so have you, like, have you both gotten to play it a little bit and kind of work through it? Um, Cass has. I haven't. I've just been watching them. <laughs> Yes, how are you feeling about it so far? I like it so far. Uh, at the moment, I'm starting to consider the Emmys more annoying than scary. <laughs> yeah, they kind of lost their luster real quick for me, but... Well, Which we'll... is just like the SAX. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still, haven't played, uh, still haven't played Fusion, really, so I, I can't pass any judgment on that. But, uh, but yeah, so next week, uh, we should be ripe and ready to review Metroid Dread. I'm really looking forward to it, because I, I just... I love the game, and I can't. I, by then, I should be finished and uh, all set to go. Um, but as the season it is, we are going to talk about some of our favorite spooky games. Now, this doesn't have to be like a scary game necessarily, uh, but one is just uh, you know, it's it's more like scary themes, stuff that's got good atmosphere, um, stuff that just really makes you feel feel the Halloween season. I see Nick in the chat. Hi, hi, Nick. Um, everybody say hi, Nick. Hello. Hi, Doctor Nick. Fantastic. Um, he says Blue Emmy is the worst. I haven't. I, I don't know if I've gotten to the Blue Emmy yet, but we'll, we'll get. I, I'll get there. I just got past Green Emmy. Like lime green, or yeah, I okay. picked up a, the first uh, upgrade that is in most Metroid games. Yes. <laughs> cool. Good deal. So anyway, <laughs> kind of looping back. But yeah, we're talking about spooky games tonight. We've picked out some of our favorite spooky games to kind of talk about and stuff, you know, kind of puts us in the Halloween mood or at least the jittery mood. Um, so yeah, so real quick, I want, uh, a question I wanted to pose to the two of you is uh, what do you think like makes like a good Halloween season game? I know that can atmosphere. be kind of a hard question. Atmosphere? Yeah, atmosphere is a pretty good... Uh choice uh I, I guess the themes also make sense the music mm -hmm. sophie how about you what 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 kind of kind of brings out the the spooky season for you in in games atmosphere um depending on the game uh the the amount of gore uh i'd say like um how well it gives me the shit the shivers 
Okay. So to say. So yeah, those would be my um my picks for the elements that would make a good spooky game. Also something that makes the blood pump because uh some of them are more tense than they are scary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, some like tenseness like just that, that tension as you're going through like a certain like a whole bunch of different games is uh that it really goes, you know, it really has a lot to do with it, honestly. So, um, and just stuff that just, you know, like, just like, I don't want to turn that corner, but you, but you gotta. Um, but yeah, so, all right, so who, who wants to start us off? Uh, number, number three game of, uh, game of the, of the season. All right, um, I'll go first. Go for it. Um, you may Nikki is probably my choice of uh like the third my third favorite spooky game what what's the game because there's not like a whole lot you can do it's heavily um based on the atmosphere and the limitations within the game and some of the implications that you see within like uh like nightmares or like what the main character has experienced in her real life that gets translated into dreams and it's Quite an experience. She said, "You may, Nikki." Oh, okay. Oh. I'm not familiar with that one. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's cool. I've actually never heard of that game. What What kind of game is it? Um, it's an RPG Maker title. Okay. Um, it's free on Steam if you want to experience it. Okay. Uh, you just walk around and uh, interact with the environment. There's no like real uh, objective to the game. You You just kind of just become in this void of everything. <laughs> that actually sounds really cool. I might I might check that out. Um, I've seen a lot of RPG Maker games that do a really good job with atmosphere, and a lot of the stuff like just doesn't have combat in it. It's just exploration and you know look, looking around. Um, um, you may Nikki probably help like spearhead that because mm -hmm. it's an old game and it draws a lot from like the like earthbound kind of atmosphere okay it was it which which engine which which specific rpg maker was it made in i know that's kind of a technical question um it's one of the older ones okay probably like 2000 or 2003 something like that yeah. um okay cool yeah uh Cass, what about you well, before I delve into my first one, I'm going to give a runner-up mention, just because it would behoove me to never leave out Bloodborne. Uh, I've already talked about Bloodborne ad nauseum on this podcast, so <laughs> it's not going to be uh, featured on this list. I just had to mention it because it's, like, legit one of my favorite games ever. Because you gotta. Yeah. Yo, yo. But uh, my pick for first choice is going to be... Uh, uh, Darkest Dungeon by Red Hook Games. That's another one I don't know anything about. Okay, so it's kind of an RPG uh, where you're controlling a unit of characters who all have their own problems. Uh huh. And you're trying to restore this uh, blighted town that. Uh, just can't seem to catch a break from all kinds of eldritch and horrifying monsters. Um, and it's extremely difficult. The game 
requires you to be kitted out before you go out on adventures, which are dungeon runs. Mm-hmm. And your characters have the ability to permanently die or permanently oh. go insane. This sounds really, um, really heavily like uh, uh, Sweet Home, the NES RPG uh, that ended up inspiring Resident Evil. Yeah, kind of like that, but it's also like heavy on the like combat wise. It's kind of got a, a Paper Mario aesthetic to it. I'm except having, really I'm gritty. I'm having a hard time picturing that. It's extremely gritty, but like it, it works on like a, a a a sort of grid system where okay. wherever your party member is in the line on the party uh, determines where they can hit and what they can be hit by. That's actually like yeah, that's really interesting. I'm gonna have to look this game up after we're done because it's yeah. another one that I haven't heard of and like. Like right now, I'm kind of in the mood where I'm like, oh, I need more, I need more games to play, more single player games to play. Um, yeah, especially just don't try it if you're really uh, attached to the characters that you get because. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I love I love death in video games. Oh yeah, uh, your first few crews are probably going to die before you get anything good, <laughs> and it's even worse when your good characters die. Oh no, <laughs> no. Oh, that's really cool. So, uh, yeah, I feel kind of out of place because I have um, the, 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 the first game that I have is uh, it's not necessarily scary and it's definitely not an RPG um, <clears throat> but it is a uh, it's actually a licensed game came out in 2009 on the uh, Xbox 360, the PS3 and the Wii and uh, it's Ghostbusters Ghostbusters is something that I've always like really associated with Halloween and I kind of now that I've got this game on on Switch and on PC like I, I, I've played through it a, just a couple of times um, but it's it's just it's it's a cool game and it's something that I've always associated with the season and the thing that I really like about the 2009 game is that it is a uh, it's actually got some kind of spooky moments in it. Yeah, and it's basically the uh, the sequel that we almost never got for Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, which can we, it is an absolute travesty that that movie is not going to be out by Halloween. You have no clue how much that actually genuinely upsets me. Drink uh, <laughs> some ecto-cooler. Yes, uh, I want ecto-cooler. I want the, the Slimer cereal. I'm I'm all about it because Go Ghostbusters is like one of my favorite franchises. Um, Does Blueberry count? Close enough. <laughs> close enough, but yeah, it's. I mean, the the game is really cool. It, it and you're right. It, it basically was the third movie that we almost never got. You know, it's like an alternative Ghostbusters three now that we're actually getting a Ghostbusters three. And it, I, I the, the stuff that I like a lot about it is it ties the lore together from the first and the. Uh, uh, the first and the second movies, um, bringing in characters from the first movie uh, and linking, you know, linking them up. It's got a really cool Easter egg with uh, Vigo the Carpathian, hang like the painting, just hanging out in the firehouse, and you can go talk to him at any time. Um, yeah, and he's funny too. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's hilarious, and uh, it, it, the, you know they brought back the whole cast. They've got Dan Aykroyd, Harold, Harold Ramis, and his last appearance is Egon. Um, you know, Bill Murray, even uh, the guy who played Walter Peck. Um, his name is is 
leaving me right now, but I uh, but I'll, I'll remember it eventually. Um, but it's just a good game. You know, a lot of the ghost designs are really cool. It's got a lot of cool levels. Um, the ghost grappling is pretty fun. Yeah, ghost grappling is is really fun. It's it's one of the only video games that I can think of where you can actually burn a Confederate flag. So yeah, uh, you know, I I can't remember if you can do that in Wolfenstein, but like it feels like something you should have been able to do. <laughs> yeah, for sure, <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, and you know, it's it's a lot of good stuff. You get to go visit all the a lot of locations from the first movie and. Um, Going back, like to like the the Cedric Hotel where the Ghostbusters first captured Slimer, especially on that second run, uh, when you go back and the hotel is like, it's it well just say it's a much creepier version of the hotel, and with all the and it, I actually really recommend playing the game with headphones. Nick, I see you're in the chat waiting for it to go on sale. Definitely recommend. Yeah, it, there's no way Ghostbusters the Ghostbusters game is not going on sale around the release of Afterlife. So jump on it. It's usually like seven bucks. You know, it's it, it's good. Play it with headphones because there's actually some really creepy stuff going on that you know kind of sent, sent some shivers down my spine last time that I played through it. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good stuff. Really good stuff. Um, so anyway, moving on. Uh, Sophie, what's your number two pick? Number two pick. Yes. <clears throat> Well, first, uh, since Cass gave a runner-up, and I didn't think about putting a runner-up, mm -hmm. um, my runner-up was going to be Dead Rising. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. I had a lot of fun with that game, and it's just like choppy B-horror. Yeah, it... <laughs> slaying zombies, like... The humans are scarier than the zombies are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they, they really are, and <laughs> that's a fun but, um, game. My number two is uh, Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Oh, um, that's... that's probably my favorite Legend of Zelda title, and the one that stuck with me the most due to its like heavy themes of grief and uh, just overall atmosphere of it just sends shivers down my spine. Um, there's so many moments in that game to talk about, so, like, I, I could barely get into it. There's a big, like, list of things as to why it's scary to me. Yeah, I could, I could, like, I could actually talk with you for literal hours about how much of a masterpiece that Majora's Mask is. Like, I think Breath of the Wild is overall my favorite game in the Zelda series, but Majora's Mask is is something else. It's a very unique experience, and the 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 themes of grief, excuse me, and the overall atmosphere are just so thick, especially towards the uh, the, the latter half of the game in uh, Icona Canyon, as some of the most heart wrenching, some of the most tense atmospheres, and everything you know in almost in really any video game and it's really interesting to see a lot of people compare the the 3ds version of Majora's Mask to the N64 version um because I almost feel like the N64 version due to its more muddy textures and overall more muddied look that it almost lends itself more to that atmosphere than the 3ds version does and I love both versions so you know no matter which version of that game that you play it's 
it, it, it's you can't go wrong with it. You really can't. No matter which version of the game you play, you've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? You laughter. <laughs> I need a laugh. You shouldn't have done that. Oh, oh, poor Ben. Uh, so, oh lord, this ben. ain't about him. <laughs> this ain't about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna die. Uh, <laughs> One day, <laughs> almost spit out my water. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh lord. Uh, so anyway. <laughs> Uh, no, that's that's actually a really fantastic pick, and Majora's Mask was on my short list. Um, was on my short list of stuff. Um, Cass, I, I'm I'm going to cautiously let you go first because I get the feeling you're eventually going to steal one of my games that I had a uh, I had thought of. Nope, I intentionally picked ones that you definitely wouldn't have. You're the best. So my next game is Eldritch. Uh. Let me pull it up here. It is a uh, it's a PC game from Minor Key Games, mm -hmm. and it is kind of a roguelike game, it, FPS, where uh, each time you try to play the game, you're going through like a bunch of different environments trying to solve this puzzle, and it's all basically Lovecraft stuff. <laughs> Good. I was gonna say with a name like that, it sounds like it's going to be very Lovecraftian. Yeah, um, you'll get chased around by like Dagon fishmen and Shoggoths and all kinds of other creepy things. The game itself is very short uh, and usually goes on sale for like five dollars around this time of year. That sounds lovely. And it, it's got an expansion in the. Uh, most recent release of the game that does the Mountains of Madness story. Ooh. And, uh... I don't know, it's a lot of fun. It, it's got, like, a dreadful atmosphere because you never get powerful enough to really permanently put any of these monsters down. Wow, that, that actually does sound super intense. Yeah. And the, gra the art style is very simple. So it accomplishes a lot for the cute little polygons that they put in the game. <laughs> I do like cute polygons. Um, what what platforms is this on? I think it's PC only. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, PC, Linux, and OS X. So, okay. computers. <laughs> computers. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely kind of, I want, I want to check that one out, because I'm, I'm all for, uh, for more spooky games. I, I need more, I need more spooky games in my life. Um, so I, uh, I've got, I've got kind of like two half runner-ups and then an actual runner-up. Can I, am I allowed to cheat and do that? Sure. Cool. So one of my first half runner-up is the, uh, the bottom of the well from Ocarina of Time. Yes. Sophie and I were just talking about that, that is, a little while ago. Oh. That is such a good portion of that game, and growing up, that was the first time that I actually felt fear in a video game. If I, I owned my own house, my bedroom ceiling would have dead hand painted on the uh, oh on it. lord, <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's you know it, with dead hand and the way that everything is laid out, you know if if you know what you're doing, you're only in there for like five ten minutes, but. Yeah. Even even when I go back and do my annual run through of Ocarina of Time, 
that still kind of like gets me kind of like uh, uh this is good uh, and it's uh oh, it's such a great section and i think really uh the thing that you know that topped it off was the re-deads were probably everybody's first fear in a video game it I is have... oh sorry oh, i was gonna say it's just ugh, it's, a, it's a lot <laughs> um i have a personal horror story with um ocarina of time if you don't care me sharing please do Okay, so, um, I was over at a friend's house one night. I was in, like, late middle school. Mm -hmm. Um, they still had an N64, so we played Ocarina of Time, and when I got to, um, the Forest Temple as Adult Link, we cleared out three of the Poe sisters, and when we got to the last one, in the main hallway, the game started to glitch. Link would, like, sometimes clip through the floor until it froze Ooh. right at where the last post sister comes and then you just get like a noise wall coming from the N64 and this was at like 3 or 4 in the morning oh lord did you tell Ben he was possessing the wrong cartridge <laughs> oh no this was before I even found out about Ben Drowned that's actually, that's actually really creepy and like mm -hmm. over like Ocarina of Time actually has some pretty good atmosphere in and of itself in, in a lot of its dungeons oh like, yeah like, I feel like stuff like the Shadow Temple isn't super spooky because it's like going through a spirit Halloween. It's kind yeah. of, yeah, kind of the same reason that, uh, that <laughs> with hover boots. Yeah, with hover boots. Um, it, it's kind of the same thing with like a game like Resident Evil Re Revelations 2, where it's like, oh, this is, this is just, you know, Halloween Horror Nights with Claire Redfield. <laughs> I always thought the creepiest stuff was like, just seeing how desolate the world is when you're adult Link, yeah, and seeing all the townspeople replaced by freaking redeads and stuff like that, and seeing how depressed everybody is. It's you're you're right. You know, I remember my first vividly my first memory of coming out of the Temple of Time as adult Link, and <coughs> excuse me, uh, seeing the condition of Hyrule Castle Town. Oh, good lord! Like it it shook me. Like I don't I don't use that that phrase often but that shook me. And it was but it was it was good. It really left a lasting impact and it was um really really good stuff. Um but yeah, that's that's my first half pick. Um Oh, and also got a shout out to my bro Dompe. Yes. Dompe is the best bro in almost any Zelda game. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sorry, y'all have to bear with me. I got a little bit of a cold this week, so but I'm coming coming down from it. We're doing good. Um, uh, Sun brother K in the chat. Ben and creepy pastas were the wildest stuff to me as a kid. Consumed way too much of them. I feel you. I like I used to work overnights at a hotel, and I would just sit up and read copy pastas. Oh yeah, my favorite They're is the NES pastas. Godzilla creepy pasta. I need send that one to me after we're done. Um, oh, I will. <laughs> good. <laughs> um. Good lord, now I already forgot my other half pick. Uh, well, my, my runner-up, my runner-up, and we won't spend a whole ton of time on it, is just the Castlevania series, just as a whole. Um, I love those games. I love the atmosphere of those games. I love the music of those games. We actually, you know, our, our intro music tonight, I don't know if y'all heard it, but uh, it's um, Castlevania music tonight. Uh, you know, shout-outs to, uh, to Smash Bros. for giving me all the intro music I need just right here. I get to pick and choose, but um, Castlevania is phenomenal. And spe special shout-outs to Castlevania 4. 
Uh, it's not a game that scared me, but it re it really puts me in the Halloween mood, you know? Um, oh, yeah. It's a classic uh, Halloween time game. Yes. I recently started playing Symphony of the Night again. Oh, and, nice. Uh, it used the uh, luck mode cheat to not lose any of my items from death. Ooh. Let's see, that's another game on my backlog that I've never I've never played outside of, like, 30 minutes. So I, I, I want to play through it. Like, I want to get the Castlevania Advance Collection, but I don't want to, like, start with those games. I want to start with Symphony of the Night, you know? Yeah, uh, it's kind of a glaring omission that both Rondo of Blood and Symphony of the Night aren't available on anything but PlayStation. Yeah. Well, Okay, so Symphony of the Night is available on Xbox. That's actually how I'm playing it. Ah, uh, okay. Not available on PC. Well, you know, the Switch is well, always okay. Got... Yeah, <laughs> the PC actually ha has everything available if you know where to look. Yes, yo ho. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's it, it's actually a, a travesty that I uh, that all we get, or like all, all the Switch players get, is like Dracula X. Game's game's not great. Uh, <laughs> In, yeah. in my personal opinion. Game game is not great. It's so, the struggle version of a good it, castle. It's, yeah, it's the struggle version of Rondo of Blood. Um, but yeah, yeah, shout-outs out, shout to Castlevania. And uh, watch the net... Uh, no, actually, no, don't watch the Netflix show. Uh, find the Netflix show. Believe it's that. Um, yeah. So, my actual number two pick is the 2019 remake of Resident Evil 2. This game scared the crap out of me when I played through it the first time. Um, zombies have always kind of creeped me out. It's just been one of those like really unreasonable phobias that I've had. Um, it's but that game, the sound design is beyond good. When you uh, when you get to the the later you know the, the second half of the police station. And your giant huggable friend starts wandering around looking for you, and you can hear him stomping all over the place. <laughs> it <laughs> it stressed me out. Like yeah, I would like camp out in save rooms and like poke my head out and be like, "Is he gone? Is he gone? Oh God, he's right there." And my favorite when he's right there, and like he rears back for a punch, and you just close the door again. You're like, nope, 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 never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh goodness! Um, yeah, I think I've actually got a clip from my first playthrough where I got stuck in like one of the offices, and I was hiding behind a bookshelf. And like he came in, looked around, and then like almost bent at a ninety degree angle and started walking directly towards me. <laughs> oh lord! Yeah, after I started trying to get those uh, achievements for uh, speed running the game, uh, I experienced a different level of fear and that's uh being hit by a zombie ever at any point in the game <laughs> yeah because you would run it at heart on hardcore mode right so yeah it's like so if you get hit by a zombie it automatically brings you down to danger which slows you down yeah but i was gonna say two bites and you're gone you know the, the run is dead <laughs> at that point um yeah like i never I, I was never able to play hardcore mode because i really am not a big fan of the uh which, uh, also, we just gotta follow. I can't see who it is. Oh, no. Um, oh, jeez. I'll, I'll, thank you for the follow, whoever that was. I'll have to, uh, let's see. Uh, I'm gonna, don't look, don't look. It's, uh, uh, theoretically, Jay, thank you for the follow. 
Anyway. Oh, that's um my little brother. Oh, thank you so much. <coughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, but yeah, Resident Evil Two Remake, absolutely phenomenal experience. Uh, if you've got the got the got the gumption for it, I could not recommend it enough. Um, it is it is really really tense. It's really exciting, and. Uh, you would not be uh you you would be sad if you missed that um if you missed that experience really recommend resident evil 2 really <coughs> i i really do so all right now we've i've got our i've got our new followers list up here on the on the page um actually no this is this is the wrong follow list never mind i am dumb i'll figure it out don't worry about it anyway uh, someone take us away for top, yeah, theor theoretical, theoretically, Jay. Thank you so much for the follow. Very much appreciated. Um, so anyway, someone take us away for their number one spooky game. Okay. Have you seen the movie Blade? It's been a very long time, but yes. Okay, my first pick, my top pick, is Devil May Cry One for the PlayStation Two, Ooh. and I relate it to the first Blade film <coughs> and how like ridiculous it is in action, but that just like immense horror overtone, it really just sets the mood. It's like the coolest um action horror game to exist. Like Dante is such a suave character. He he's like the most badass. MFR ever. He's got two guns, an arsenal of weapons. He kills demons. He wants to fill your dark soul with light. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, um, honestly, the Devil May Cry series are probably it's probably my favorite game series, barring like Pokemon and um, <coughs> Shin Megami. And I didn't put Shin Megami on this list surprisingly, mm -hmm. because that's. That's because Devil May Cry beat it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really want to try out Devil May Cry. Uh, Devil, May, Devil May Cry Five. Um, oh, it's so good. Yeah, I. It's 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 another one of the, those game series that's on my to do list because uh, Dante and Virgil are just so entertaining to watch in the bits that I've seen, and I'm just <laughs> I'm just like I would love this. <clears throat> I know I would. I love would this. I'd say that Devil May Cry 1 probably has the most horror aesthetic to it, mm -hmm. while the rest of the games, while still retain it, a lot. it's a lot more based on the action than it is the atmosphere around Dante. Because in Devil May Cry 1, while Dante has a lot to his arsenal, there's a lot less, um, it, it's a lot darker in, like, it's like quality in settings like um the music's a lot more foreboding the enemies are pretty horrifying to look at especially in the later half of the games or uh, in the game and then you have like the bosses even which you know getting chased down by um i forget his name uh it's that big lava scorpion spider phantom getting chased down by phantom was actually pretty scary to me that's really cool. I've I've got to get on that. Um, it's it's on the Switch and it's on you know that's the, that's kind of like my main platform because being a dad, I don't have a ton of time to play a lot of games. So handheld mode apps actually helps me out a whole lot. <coughs> so, 
well, the uh, Switch version of DMC3 is basically the uh, the ultimate version of that game now. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Is, D- is DMC3 a good place to start? Yes, okay. it is the best place to start. It's actually the first game in the series chronologically. Uh, understood. Understood. I will put that. I will wish list that. So, ah, uh, that's awesome though. I, 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 I'm, I'm glad to hear that because yeah, Devil May Cry just seems like a very entertaining series, and I, I need to look more into it. <coughs> Excuse me. So anyway, uh, Cass, what about you? What's your number one? Okay, so I won't call this... Like, I haven't really been ranking any of these things. I just chose three of them. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, and my third choice is going to be The Missing, J.J. McField and the Island of Memories. You have and, got all these games that I have never heard of. Yeah, it's a puzzle platformer made by uh, Wary, uh, the guy that most people know as the guy who did Deadly Premonition, who's got... A troubling uh, <laughs> past and uh, present. He he may not be a great guy, but this game is like a good example of something good that he did. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was published by Arc System Works. And I can't really give away much of the plot without spoiling like the major themes of it. But it's I can talk about the gameplay. So, after uh, your character gets struck by lightning, she finds herself unable to die, and she has to wound herself or damage herself in order to solve the game's puzzles. And this can be all the way up to decapitating herself. Holy moly. You've got to get her parts, like, into certain positions in order to, uh, to unlock doors and things like that. That's actually crazy. Yeah, it's it's a <laughs> wacky, wild uh, sort of way to play the game, especially considering the themes of the game are so heavy. Yeah. Um, and speaking like specifically as a queer person, they are very heavy. Yeah. Um, and I won't say anything more on that bit without spoiling anything, but um, really, really good game. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking at the Wikipedia article for it right now, and it looks really interesting, actually. Um, <coughs> I didn't realize it was a puzzle platformer, and uh, it says that it's available on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Yeah, so, pretty much everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is one that I'm I'm gonna check out. Yeah, for sure. Like, is the, the that whole concept sounds really interesting and like a really unique way to. Uh, to approach the game and I'm I kind of love that concept and it's really unique it's really out there that's really 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 cool <coughs> excuse me so uh, I'm choking and dying and uh, um, yeah that's really really good stuff um, I guess I've got uh, I've got the, the last one and you know it's do either of you have have an idea of what it is? Um, you know, I thought it would be Resident Evil Two before we started this whole thing. So, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> you know what? That, that that's a uh, that's a fair assumption. No. Um. So my kind of number one spooky game that I just kind of I, I love and I uh, I want to play it more. It's a very 
Resident Evil-esque game, and it's really kind of two games. Is uh, Luigi's Mansion 1 and Luigi's Mansion 3. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I actually, I adore uh, Luigi's, the first Luigi's Mansion. I love the way that it progresses. I think it's paced really well. The gameplay is really fun. The puzzles are a lot of fun. And for a for a Mario game, it's got some pretty good atmosphere. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, before I uh, before I picked um, Majora's Mask, it was going to be Luigi's Mansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the first game is one of my favorite GameCube games, and that was one of the first. I think that was the first GameCube game that I ever got was Luigi's Mansion. And uh, due to a miscommunication with my aunt, also the Haunted Mansion uh, licensed game <laughs> for for GameCube. Uh, so don't don't play that one. It's it's not good. <laughs> Just it's one of the first games that I ever put down. I was like, this is terrible. But <laughs> um, yeah, the first Luigi's Mansion it just oozes atmosphere and the way that you progress through everything. It feels almost like Nintendo's take on Resident Evil because the camera angles, while they're they don't change like uh you know like they wouldn't resident evil they're technically fixed and uh yeah like you know nick is saying here in the chat luigi's mansion is the goat for sure one has some actual scary moments for sure and so many jump scares that got me as a kid and you know it was when you were when you're younger walking around that mansion is actually kind of tense oh yeah so um and uh, you know on the flip side of that you know bringing us up today actually really highly recommend Luigi's Mansion 3. That game is fantastic. And uh, <coughs> I think that it would actually be a good game for um, you two to play through because it's it's got local co-op. Where, Gooigi. Yeah, Gooigi. Gooigi is a great addition and you can play through outside of like the first 30 minutes. Uh, you can play through the whole game completely co-op and that's the best way to play it. Some of it's got some really, really cool atmosphere, just as good as the first one. It's got some of my favorite moments, uh, just parody-wise, on some of the floors, especially the filmmaking level that you go through at the hotel, um, is incredible. Incredible. And uh, it's it's really good. It's Go play it, please. Go play <laughs> it. <laughs> <coughs> but yeah, those are, those are, those are my spooky games. You know they're um, they're a lot of fun. I love all this stuff. You know this is this is definitely one of my favorite uh, seasons of the year, and uh, it's got some of my favorite games. I love spooky themed games. You know I love all my Resident Evils and my Castlevanias, and um, I'm really glad that YouTube brought in a whole bunch of games that uh, I haven't heard of that I'm I'm interested to check out and play. Um, yeah. And uh, I like this here, uh, Nick saying in the chat, there's actually a part in the telephone room in, in Luigi's Mansion 1 where when the lightning flashes, Luigi's model makes his shadow look like he's being hanged from the ceiling. It's oh so God. creepy. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it's, um... A lot of people really weren't sure what the, if that was intentional or not for the longest time. Also, shout out to the piano from Mario 64. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, was, uh, that was like video games' first real jump scare. And, and, nah, and, the first real jump scare was the eel. Oh, gee, oh. Well, that that one wasn't really a jump scare. It's just you see it from a distance and you're like, oh, 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 oh no. Jump. Oh, no, 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 no. 
Yeah, okay, yeah, the chain chomps. Uh, and going back further, uh, Big Bertha from Super Mario Brothers 3, the big fish. Oh, yeah, the giant <laughs> oh, God. fish. And not the one from the movie. We've talked about or that. Th <laughs> that <one laughs> yeah. Or the angry son. Of those. That's, uh, you know. Yeah, oh, Lord. <clears throat> yeah, it's... There's a lot of good stuff in in the creepy video games. So, um, is there any any other any other games or anything you guys wanted to talk about before we start wrapping wrapping things up? I'd also just like to mention that uh, Dark Souls has a lot of elements that horror games share, mm -hmm. and um, I mean, obviously, it's the foundation for Bloodborne, mm -hmm. but it there are certain points in Dark Souls when it's not like kind of a goofy mess where it, it's like legitimately creepy and the atmosphere is there to uh, reinforce that. Mm -hmm. Yet another game on my to-play list. <laughs> oh, my backlog is screaming at me. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, Gygus from Earthbound, but oh, that's Lord. for another time. Yeah, like, um, that, uh, so that, yeah, that, uh, Earthbound is in our in our in our upcoming retro game of the month pool, uh, where we where we pull from. So like I've never cared much for Earthbound, so if I'm forced to sit down and play it, I might I might enjoy myself because I know it's kind of a bizarre game. So uh, it's um it's one of my top five favorite games of all time. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of people really 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 like it. Um. But yeah, so I think that's gonna gonna wrap us up for the night. Um, if you're if you're watching this live, uh, first of all, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, this is our new uh, the Get Equipped you know podcast uh, Twitch channel. Here you will be able. This is where we are going to convene and um, and stream the podcast uh, every week that we're able to. We may miss some weeks because we are adults and life is hectic. It's very difficult. Um, and then, uh, but it, you know, but if you if you're if you're here listening to us live now, uh, drop us a follow. You know, you know that way you know whenever we go live uh, because we'll. <coughs> oh God, um, we will stream games here from time to time. You know, we're getting ready to start doing our, our games of the month, and you know, starting after the Metroid Dread review, and uh, you know, we may pop in stream some of the game some of those games uh, here. Yeah. So, um, yeah, quick. Quick more, uh, a couple other chats real quick. Uh, Some brother case says Dark Souls is great, easy to recommend as a guy who's played them all. And then uh, theoretical J also says is a very rad podcast. Well, you're a very rad dude. Thank you. And uh, says that they are re uh, really excited for more. Well, thank you so much for the support. Um, yeah, if you if you enjoyed the show, you're listening to it. You know, after the fact on uh, any of the podcasting channels, if you leave us a uh, leave us a good review. Uh, that helps people, other people find the podcast and uh, definitely, you know, feed the algorithm. And, um, you know, we've also got some bonus content in the works. And, uh, yeah, so next next week we'll be talking about Metroid Dread. Really looking forward to it. Hopefully I will have beaten it by then. Yeah, uh, same. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, oh, Lord. We'll find someone to drag onto the podcast uh, who has beaten the game. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much for listening. And I hope you all have a wonderful night and take care. Bye. 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 <laughs>